재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Thinking aloud Looking at today's society, I'm asking myself what makes a good leader? Simon Sinek offers this insight through BUDS, which is basic underwater demolition for Navy SEALs. It's the most intense selection process for people trying to become Navy SEALs. Now, what makes, or what kind of person, makes it through BUDS? He says, well, it's not necessarily the star college athletes or tattooed muscle men or the preening leaders. Some of the guys who make it through are skinny, shivering in fear. But all the guys who make it through When they are physically and emotionally exhausted, when they have nothing left to give, somehow, some way, they're able to dig down deep inside of them and find the energy to help the guy next to them. This means our most elite warriors on the planet are not necessarily the strongest or smartest or fittest, but they are the most capable of taking care of each other. What makes a good leader, then? Would it be cliché to boil it down to just love? Well... Daniel Caesar does, and here he is with We Find Love. Daniel Caesar, We Find Love. Mm. We get up, we fall down, we give up. Where are you on that cycle? Because we do often go through that cycle. Sure, yeah. When does it ever end? Who Now, knows? Have you been through any intense training process? Maybe not buds to that degree, but um, maybe some sort of boot camp? You look like the type that's been to boot camp, Anita. <laughs> I've been to the... Or, um, when you do CrossFit... Uh, before you get into CrossFit, you have, uh, like a year or however many months of boot camp, and then you take a test, and then you enter into the CrossFit, um, I don't want to say they have a separate gym, but they have a separate routine. They have the a separate... elite room. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can't enter, enter here. Yeah, I think when it comes to uh, physicality and working out, this is especially true. Uh, and I don't know if you know anything about the BUDS training program. There, there used to be some shows about guys trying to make it through that training process. Mm-hmm. It is some of the most grueling things that they have to do and on no sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Incredible. Uh, also, another, another uh, point that they made about the teamwork, and I think this, this is true with CrossFit as well, when someone decides to stop out of the program, they found that the pattern is that after that one person decides, there will be a wave of maybe two or three more people that, that will fall. decide to quit. And they, and they say that's because a lot of people are, whether they realize they're not subconsciously connected, they're looking to that guy as like a marker. Okay, if he can make it through, then mm. I can make it through. And there's that, there's that yeah, subconscious connection there. So when he's out, it'll take a wave with him, which is why people don't usually stop out just one at a time, one at a time out of the program. It usually happens in small little waves in this kind of program. But going back to what Simon Sinek was saying, the most important factor is being able to care for the person next to you somehow those people are the ones that make it through i'm not really sure exactly how that necessarily what logically makes sense Mm -hmm. the guy who's able to make through is the one that even when he's uh at his end that he's able to help the person next to him somehow that 
I guess, demonstrate some sort of mental strength. But he did say if you look at the longest lasting companies when he's in this talk that he was giving, if you look at the longest lasting companies, they not only have strong leadership, but an incredible sense of camaraderie and trust. And he's not saying just companies that are performing well now who don't have that in their company, because there are some companies who do get to a a certain level of success, but they kind of get there in a little bit of a ruthless way. I don't know if you heard stories about the uh, that rideshare app service. Okay, they lost their CEO because even though they were they were you know succeeding, yeah, rocketing up there to success. The way the guy was running the uh, the company, it was just it wasn't sustainable. And so they ended up having to replace him. And I don't know how the company is doing now. But well, I think it has to do with your job satisfaction. If you are, you know, uh, doing a job that you don't necessarily love and you don't necessarily get the amount of pay that you would wish. But when you are arriving at work, it's not horrible to be at. The environment is always fun. It's always nice. I mean, mm-hmm. your boss is always there with you rather than giving you directions to do. And you see him off having fun. I mean, I think it's very important to have a healthy work environment that right. leads to the success in a different way, not necessarily the quickest way, maybe. But in the end, I do think that a company or a friendship or relationship can succeed when it uh, is is dealing with the trust and the camaraderie and things that you mentioned. Definitely. And the thing with trust or caring with someone is that these two, they come hand in hand. You can't care for someone without trusting that. Like, for example, if you work for a company, I mean, trust is basically, it's the sense that we want to do right by the company or someone because we know certainly that the company would do right by us or that Mm. person would do right right by us. And I think when I was, you know, earlier in my life, I trusted too easy. I just assumed, oh yeah, that person would do for me. And then these days I'm kind of realizing, wow, Do I trust people or do I just assume, why would I do that for them? They wouldn't do that for me. Yeah. But sometimes it's it's nice to stick to your gut and maybe just follow my voice. Here's Julie Bryan. 